welcome to Live Vedanta, a podcast where we explore simple living and high thinking. Each week, we join Vivek Gupta as he offers insights on bringing the divine into the daily. We are so thrilled that so many of you were able to join us last week for the Happiness Series Part 2. For those of you who were unable to make it, we'll be releasing the content of those interactive workshops through this Live Vedanta podcast along with a series of special bonus episodes of questions that we weren't able to answer during the live workshops. If you've been listening to Live Vedanta and you've been thinking about how you could share the content of this with your kid, starting January 9th, 2019, Captain Vivekji will be leading Happy Hour, a course only for kids taking place every Wednesday. From 8 to 8.30 p.m. will be grades 1 through 4, and 8.30 to 9 p.m. will be a short course for grades 5 through 8. This is specifically designed for children, and it will serve as a community for self-development and self-discovery. What's super cool about this opportunity is that Vivekji will be guiding kids using some of her favorite texts from our own childhoods, like Horton Hears a Who, Charlotte's Web, and more. For more information, you can contact our course coordinator at vicharagurukula at googlegroups.com, and we'll include the information the flyer and the registration in our show notes. We hope you can join us. It's going to be a really, really fun time. And with that, this week's episode. This week, we're wrapping up our conversation on being better while being busy. To wrap up this topic, we learn about a framework called LIP, Learn, Integrate, and Practice. We also learn the difference between being bad busy and being good busy. Curious? Let's tune in. What was the first SD? Sanatana Dharma. And we will practice SD by learning. And that's a vision, correct? What is the second SD? Self-development. And we will practice self-development by integrating. This is the expression. Now we get to the third SD, and this is more tangible. Vision is less tangible. Expression is more tangible. Achievement is most tangible. Study and discipline. Two of the most feared words amongst people. You have to study and you have to be disciplined. And this we call in Sanskrit sadhana. So I'll give you a Sanskrit word for each of these two. That way you can use the Sanskrit words and people think, whoa, that person's really, <laughs> that person knows a lot. <laughs> so the vision is darshanam. The expression is yoga. And the achievement is sadhana. Sadhana means the means, M-E-A-N-S. You and I want to be complete. There isn't a single person in this room that doesn't want to be complete because it's impossible to not want to be complete. Just like a car, as soon as you put it into drive, it will go forward. It will stay the same or go forward, but it will not go backwards because it's not programmed to do so. So we are programmed to be complete. Every one of you that came here 
wants to be complete. Every one of you that left here also wants to be complete because we're programmed in that way. And this completeness has to be guided. Otherwise, I try to be complete through articles. Articles like the bigger the TV I have, the happier I'll be. Then the more refined the TV I have, the happier I'll be. It's the same TV show. Are we happier with bigger TVs? We are temporarily, but till, till we go to someone else's house and see that they have a bigger TV than I do. Then all of that happiness that was built up is all washed away. I'm in the negative. Same goes with beings. When we have an infant, then they're the source of joy in our lives. Then they become kids. And we shift into the slowly into neutral. <laughs> neutral. <laughs> then teenagers, what was I think <laughs> thinking? <laughs> and we keep going up and down through these phases. Same being, but it's changed. And circumstances. If you go on a cruise for five days, great. If you want to cruise for 15 days, 50 days, 500 days, right? You just want to come home then. Even after five days, you just want to come home and, and return to whatever sort of responsibilities we're engaged in. So that study and discipline, why studying is important is because it's a form of guidance. Otherwise, it's, it's havoc. In Canada, you can get your driver's license sooner if you go to driving school. And your insurance is less too. But Indians, we, we, we pretend to be more clever, so we teach our own kids how to drive. And there's two mistakes with that. <laughs> Mistake number one is that it, the relationship gets very heated up. <laughs> heated up then. <laughs> Mistake number two is that that's presuming I know how to drive. But an actual trained coach knows how to drive. That's their lifestyle. So they can coach someone else. But that's me. If I ask all of you, are you good drivers? Of course you're going to say yes. Who thinks they're a bad driver? But some of us are not good drivers. <laughs> I'll tell you a, a, a trade secret to, to know if you're a good, a good driver or a bad driver. So I get to go with a lot of people in various places. And when I'm, dry, when I'm sitting in the passenger seat and people are driving, they want to chat. They want to ask questions. So they're driving, but when they ask questions, they look at me and they, <laughs> and they ask the question. <laughs> but I don't want them to look at me. I want them to look at the road. <laughs> so in such circumstances, then I pretend to go to sleep. <laughs> I'll close my eyes and say, I'm, I'm tired and, and pretend to go to sleep. That didn't happen today. I genuinely went, <laughs> I genuinely went to sleep today. <laughs> but see, everyone would presume that they're a good driver. But who, who said? But with a coach, then we, that person is an expert in that. So here the study is ideally with a live person. But that's a rare opportunity. So I go back to the creator's manual. The creator's manual is the creator. If I read Apple's uh, manual, that is Apple, isn't it? It's the people who work there, the engineers, the marketing people, the CEO. That's who they are. In the same way, if I study our scriptures, then I'm guided. And then the discipline part is I have to act on it. A lot of people love to study. And they love to tell people about how much they study. But if asked, have you changed based on your study? There's not a lot of change that's taken place. 
which actually means they don't believe what they're studying. Anything I believe in, I will act on. And if I'm not acting on it, then that really means I don't believe. Think about the stock market. If I genuinely believe that tomorrow the stock for McKesson, McKesson, right? If McKesson's stock is going to go up, if I genuinely believe that, I'm going to pull out money from somewhere and put it in somewhere. But if I don't genuinely believe that, I'm not going to do anything, am I? So discipline is acting on that study. And specifically, practice. So the third SD, the achievement, is through study and discipline. And how we're going to do this is practice. So now secretly, I've given you two models by which to remember this. Sanatana Dharma is the vision. What is the expression? Self-development. What is the achievement? Study and discipline. Now I said we should learn the vision. We should integrate the expression and practice the achievement. L-I-P. LIP. There's another acronym for you. Every time you look in the mirror, instead of looking at how beautiful or handsome you are, focus on your lips. Lip. Just focus on a lip. <laughs> on a lip. And remember, learn. Integrate. Practice. Now, I know many people in this room are relatively newer to such thoughts. So when I was envisioning what I'm going to speak about today, I thought I'd open the spectrum even more. So I'm going to be even more tangible about, about this message now. Every time you meet someone, a, a interaction in the day, See what you can learn from that interaction. Suppose someone insults you. See what you can learn from that. Suppose someone praises you. What you can learn from that. Listen to someone carefully. You don't have to change. The busyness is going to be there. I'm going to meet people. But often when we meet people, it's either I want to present my ideas, or I'm ignoring them, or I feel I can't learn from them. But if I go in with a vision that I can learn from this person, I will listen to them more vigilantly then. I read a message on Facebook that said, we no longer listen to understand, we listen to reply. Everything is a debate now. Everything is about how I come out on top. And I forget to listen. But the youngest to the oldest can teach us something. Today I asked a young boy, who is your teacher? And he told me his, his teacher at school, at his uh, secular school. And I laughed, but he answered the question. What I wanted to know was who his Balam Balavir teacher was. But see, and I learned from him how to be very straightforward with asking questions with answering questions. See, we can always learn. So the next time you interact with someone, even when you leave here and you're on your way out, just talking to someone, what can I learn from that person? Then that busyness is still there, still being there, but I'm becoming better. When it comes to the integration part. What does IST stand for? Indian Standard Time, right? Also known as Independent Standard Time. You can be independently come when you want. You can independently go when you want. Imagine you did that in school. You can come to school whenever you want and leave school whenever you want. Are they going to let you graduate? <laughs> See? It's so funny. That shows that we don't even treat school seriously. What we do in school, we don't take outside of the school forum, which means that we don't actually believe what's happening in school. Never be late. That's how to practice integration.
because the body is going there, the mind is going there, the intellect is going there. But if I'm never late, I have that ideal in my mind that whoever invited me, wherever I have to go is important. So that ideal, you become the ideal, that experience becomes the ideal, then all of my equipments come together. I know this is difficult to do initially, but once the habit is developed, it's a very powerful habit to just never be late. My father taught me this way back in the day. He said, show up before every appointment 15 minutes early. And if you happen to get there really early, go to sleep, read a book. Such, such a sound principle. So for us to, we will start with this integration, then integration will continue. But if I can't do this, it'll be difficult to take on higher levels of integration. Like if my spouse or child is doing the wrong thing, but having the courage to tell them that, no, you can't do this, whatever it may be. What I was going to ask you to do about this is to not use the snooze button. But then I, I have a card that reminds me to be compassionate. So that's why I didn't, <laughs> didn't tell you to not use the snooze button. But that's another great exercise. If one can learn to not use the snooze button, they will sleep better. They will wake up better. But sleep is just a dragged experience for us. We lie down in bed for so long before we fall asleep. We lie down in bed even longer before we wake up. That bed should just be for being horizontal for a little period of time and then move. And at a practice level, the study and discipline. If you were to study all of this independently, it may be a little bit difficult. But when we study as a group, it becomes more natural. I would encourage all of you to be part of a weekly study group. Whether you're an adult, whether you're a child, that every week be part of what one such form. Create your own, join another, it doesn't matter. Because when we do it once a week and we enjoy it, we'll want to do it twice a week. Like going to the gym, when you have a good gym experience, you don't want to just go once. For those who are playing badminton, you don't want to just play one night. I want to play two nights. I want to play three nights. People who love with, love that, they just want to do it more and more and more. And that creates more and more momentum, more and more good health. So be part of a study group every week. And here too, I originally wrote Swadhyaya, which means study every day. But then I remember the compassion card, <laughs> card again. <laughs> and I shifted it to, <laughs> to once a week. So I'm going to go through what I've shared again. And I'm going to make it even easier. Okay, there's still one more level we're going to come down to to make it even easier. We are all busy. That's not going to change. But we can have, there's good busy and there's bad busy, isn't it? Bad busy is when my mind takes over. Good busy is when I'm utilizing that busyness. Like a soccer game. We were all playing soccer yesterday. That was a bad busy. Everyone's just kicking, kicking, <laughs> kicking. Nobody had the ball. They were kicking, kicking each other. <laughs> But if you're playing a fast-paced soccer game with the right amount of players, and that's a good busy. Everyone's getting the ball. Everyone's running around a lot. Yesterday, because it was raining, I'm not spinning this in a negative, <laughs> negative way. Only context. So we want to change our bad busy right now to a good busy. Because whenever someone asks us, how are you? We say, I'm so busy. And we actually go like that, you know. <laughs> but it should be, I'm busy. No complaints, though. That's the way that we should react or respond to when someone says, how are you? I'm busy, just like you are, but no complaints. 
How we can change the bad busy into a good busy is religion. Because being busy is not new. Busyness has always been there. That's why a spiritual quality we should all develop is viveka or prioritization. To know what's important and what's not important. We will never be able to have enough time as, is, as work is needed to be done. That's impossible. There's always more work and less time. But the person who prioritizes learns to say no, learns to say yes as well. So religion can help us do this. And the vision of religion is um, oneness. The vision of religion is love. The vision of religion is our infinite potential. And those who want to take up this high level to learn from every experience. This vision is then expressed as self-development. And self-development can be manifest by integrating who I am. And this is achieved by study and discipline, which is to practice all of this. Then we came down one level and said, I'm going to grow through every a communication I have in the day. I'm going to not be late ever. <laughs> and then we had also shared that we'll be part of a study group every week. So we get into that, that habit. So that was level two. Now we're going into level three. Okay, so we went PhD, master's, undergraduate. I have nothing less than undergraduate, so <laughs> please, please take this to heart. And I say this because I shared the same message at Carnegie Mellon University to the students there. To be better while being busy, we have to create 15 minutes for ourselves. For five minutes, run as fast as you can. Wear running clothes, exercise clothes. <laughs> I'm in my sari running as fast as I can. I'm just visualizing. I'm visualizing her running as fast as she can. <laughs> So for five minutes, just run as fast as you can. Bring your heart rate to its highest. Then for the next five minutes, just stop and read. Read a religious book. It could be Bhagavatam. It could be Bala Bhagavatam. It could be The Power of Now. It could just be a quote book. Read for five minutes. Then for the remaining five minutes after that, close your eyes and just reflect on what you read. Run, read, reflect. Running is for the body. Reading is for the mind. Reflecting is for the intellect. Everything I've shared can, can manifest if I just practice this. If we can't give 15 minutes of time to ourselves, we will always be busy, but we will never be better. This is an investment in oneself. Being better means changing. And that's why a lot of people don't like coming to satsang, is because they're asked to change. We don't want to change. And we especially don't want to change when someone encourages us to change. That's why this revolt happens in, when one is a youth. In a youth, they want to change in their own, they want to change this way, their parents want them to change this way. There's just this conflict that's going on. That's why this change has to come from, from within. And I'm sure you've all heard or seen this corny joke about change. Two friends are out for dinner and they pay their bill and a waiter comes and collects it and he takes it 
and they're waiting, they're waiting for their, their change to come back. And this waiter is serving other tables then. And they stop them and say, where is our change? And that waiter says to them, didn't you learn change comes from within? <laughs> within. <laughs> That's called being cheap, not, <laughs> not changing. So I'll leave you with a, a quote about if we don't practice any of these three levels or a combination of these three levels, doing the same thing and expecting a different result is insanity. Doing the same thing and expecting a different result is insanity. Albert Einstein said that, not Vivek. You all, I see you. Oh, who are you to tell us that? These are Albert Einstein's words, and he changed a lot in his lifetime, and he was able to catalyze change a, a great deal as well. All right. If you enjoyed what you heard or you want to learn more, share this episode with a friend or find us online at medium.com slash vichara gurukula. For those on the journey of self-development, Vichara Gurukula is a community forum that provides an opportunity to listen, reflect, and contemplate. This podcast is produced by the Young Adults of Chinmaya Mission, an international nonprofit working to transform individuals through the knowledge of Vedanta. Until next time, inspire, love, be.